Bueller, 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 Bueller. Good morning. Up and at him. It's that time. What time is it? Kentucky Roll Call. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. With Walker and Roush. Welcome to Wild and Crazy Guys. Hello, everybody. Happy Thursday to you. August 5th, 2021. Hope everybody's doing well. Another edition of Kentucky Roll Call here on Roll Big Roll X Sports Radio. 96.1 FM, 1450 AM. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, Justin Kalen here on your Thursday morning. The United States men's basketball team, like the women's team, will play for a gold medal, folks. They will play for a gold medal. We did it. We wow. did it. Wow. Wow. Congratulations, USA, USA, USA. Pretty sweet. Did either one of you two watch it? Uh, Justin Kalen, Nick Roush, anybody, anybody see any of it? I did not watch it. I, th- I debated about 9.30, taking a nap and waking up to watch it. But then I saw it was on Peacock. I was like, ah, they're going to win anyways. I'm going to bed. The Peacock stuff's ridiculous. It's United States basketball. Agreed. Agreed. Put, I mean, put it on NBC primetime, baby. And there's uh, the other semifinal game, Slovenia versus France. I think they just tipped off. Um, yeah. I don't, I don't know. On, uh, NBCSN, I believe. Oh, that's nice. So we, we give the, the, the foreign countries the more accessible streams. Yeah, well, they that's the only way they'll get anybody to buy Peacock. You think that's this is just... Of, that's a, bunch of poppycock if you ask me yeah. you think this is just a way for peacock to try to get people to buy it or it's it's like their test market they're like if they won't buy it for usa basketball then they're not gonna buy it for anything and we might as well just disband i'm glad yeah. you added the, the second part to that take because yeah. started out just, bad you know you just parroted pretty much what roush just said which is true <laughs> i mean that, that is what they're doing and a little bit along the same lines but notre dame's home opener is going to be on peacock which like if I was a Notre Dame fan, I'd, I'd also not be happy about that. But uh, Pete Thamel said that the reason they're doing that is their contract ends in 2025, and they just kind of want to see what what kind of streaming power they have. So yeah, both of you all are right. That's why they're putting USA on Peacock. But again, it's baloney. I don't like it. Devin Booker, folks, played really well, and United States down at half when. I, they were down 13, I think, at one point in the first half. They got down big and took no time at all to come back. When this team's playing well and clicking, it's it's your typical USA basketball. It's really fun to watch. This team just seems to not mesh as well as some other ones. But big game from Devin Booker. Kevin Durant, again, played uh, well. Jason Tatum, I think, needs to stay on the bench, but that's neither here nor there. Who would you all rather play, France or Slovenia? Uh, Slovenia. Suck it, Doncic. Wow. Split house. Yeah. France for me only because we lost to France and we'll probably come back and win, whereas we lost versus Australia, came back and won. But, yeah, I don't want any part of Luca. He's on a roll. Yeah. yeah that's, if you want to be the man, you got to beat the man, Justin. Don't you know that? That's true. Don't you don't you want revenge against France, Roush? They want to beat them. For, I forgot that they, that was the team that beat us. To be completely honest. Oh, yeah. oh my goodness! I just don't care. Like I'm sorry. It's Olympic basketball. Like 
What? That just just seems super un-American. There are a few things I enjoy more. There are things I do enjoy more, for what it's worth, in the context of the sports world, than USA just taking the souls in in basketball. It just it it feels it just feels like American tradition, and it's been going I, I, on I pretty much our entire life. The the problem for me is that unlike U.S. soccer where there's different tournaments and you have the world cup. Yeah. I mean, hell the men's world cup, whatever, but there's, there's, there's other times of the year where I'm like, okay, I need, you know, this is something to watch. It's only on in the Olympics and the U S always wins. So like, it's hard for me to like really get up. They lost once in like 20 years of my life. So that's why it's so great. And I, and, and part of it is what you said, like, Soccer's great too, you know. Men's, women's soccer, men's, women's basketball. I, I love them all, but it feels like all the crap we take in soccer, especially the men's side of things, we just we hand it back four times over in basketball. It's like, mm-hmm. all right, you know, and, and we can be competitive with people in soccer, and it's always fun when we beat a country that cares more about the sport than we do. But in basketball, it, it, you, we, we just we just break people and we win by 30 or 40 and we dunk all over them and when this team was losing early on losing those exhibitions and then lost the the pool game to France uh, it, it didn't feel right so this is this is feeling more normal to me I really enjoy mm. watching USA basketball uh, this one probably one of the worst teams besides that bronze medal team in my life back in 2004 but they're still like I said they still are so much more talented and that includes France and Slovenia. They should win, either, beat either one of those teams. But it'll be a fun game. I wonder what the time for that game will be because I'm getting real sick of it, folks. Real sick of it. Yeah, and I think that's the bigger thing for me too. Like if there was actually a, uh, if if it wasn't in the middle of the night, then I'd probably care. But like I, I can't shield myself from the scores. So yeah, that makes sense. Know. I understand, and it's really steaming me because. In the quarterfinal round, they had game a game that went off at nine. They had a game that nine p.m. They had a game that went off at eight a.m. Eastern time, and then they had a game that went off at like one forty, and another game that went off at four. What does the Americans get? They get the one forty game. Makes no sense. Last night, uh, the semifinals one goes off at twelve fifteen, which I guess if you're on the West Coast, nine fifteen, that's not the worst thing in the world. That's like mm-hmm. a normal UK basketball game for us on a Tuesday night. But there's a game at 7 a.m. Like we we could have gotten the, the we could have had America waking up watching USA play at 7 a.m. That would have been fun. People would enjoy that. They would have it on during their breakfast. So I don't get what they're doing with the time slots. They must be pre-fitted. But you would think again, if you're gonna put them on Peacock, why not put them on a time frame where you're gonna get a little more eyeballs? Like I'm sure it's Olympic. I'm sure it's just like you draw out of a hat or it's already preset based on the bracket and whatnot. But sheesh, Walish, make some changes. You're not you're not you're not getting Nick Roush excited about it. You're missing your target audience. Yeah, I, I'm perfect target audience. Males twenty five. What, what is it? Eighteen to thirty five. Boom. <laughs> That's a, yeah. Sure. That sounds right. Hey, so good news. The gold medal game is tomorrow night at ten thirty. So not oh. only is it a Friday night, but it's a reasonable time on a Friday night. Wait, I'm, are you serious, Clark? Nice. I'm serious. And oh, is it on the or the or, or Peacock? Don't break my heart. Uh, probably will be Peacock. I don't no. know. I'll have to. I'll have to look into that. I swear to God, NBC. And it, and here's the other thing I don't get to. I like I've, I appreciate our fine folks at Wave Three, but actually, 
I wasn't, I mean, I don't think I was going to stay up for all of it, but I actually got kind of hyped trying to go to sleep watching the shot put and like triple jump in bed. The, the U.S. dude got his heart ripped out. And then right when they're getting ready to go to something, I was like, oh, we got a few more things that, that look pretty interesting. They had like the uh, the skateboard where they're actually in the, the park for two minutes. It was basically like a Tony Hawk run. I was like, you know what? I could watch a couple of these. It goes right to local news. I'm like, damn it. Like, jump oh, come on. Uh, those are exactly the things you'd been asking for. Like, hey, mix it up. I want to see some weird stuff. I want to see some different things yeah. on my television. John were- Bull had to cramp my style. Oh, John Bull. Go win another Emmy, buddy. Yeah. Gosh, get out of here with that nonsense. Uh, hey, I did I did look at the box score, Terry. Um, 7 of 10 from Booker. He had been broke as hell most of the Olympics. 20 points. That's, that's a, a, a listener was up, I guess, watching the game, and we were having and some some direct messages with one another and that's what i was saying i was like i I was happy to see booker finally have his outside shot fall because it had kind of been a while and it was weird that that was going on because he's Mm -hmm. obviously a good shooter you know and maybe it's 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 like the ball's a little bit different you know and and the flow of the game is a little bit um different too but good to see him have one of those good shooting nights i guess he kelton johnson got in the game too I just I love yeah. that he's on this team. It's just hilarious. <laughs> yeah, if they had more blowouts, he he would probably gotten in more. But this team has taken a little while to gel. It cracks me up so bad seeing some of the best basketball players in the world have this ball be like a, a greasy watermelon. Like it's it, it is crazy how often it just slips, falls out of their hands. They're dribbling and it like doesn't go where they think. And you know what it reminds me of a little bit. And there actually is a connection here. If you trust me, which maybe you do, maybe you don't. You'd probably be smart not to. But do you remember when the NBA switched the ball back in, like, what was it, 2008 or something like that? Yeah, I mean, not contemporarily, but yes. uh, uh, That's something, like, uh, I heard people talking about in interviews lately. It's like, oh, I completely forgot that they did that. And then I think they even switched back halfway through the year because it was such a terrible idea. I don't even know if they got through the preseason. I mean, it, it was a it was probably one of the biggest swings and misses for the NBA in 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 their history. Like it was horrible. It was embarrassing. But I swear, and I haven't been able to find it anywhere, so you're just gonna have to take my word for it. And I don't know the exact year when that happened, but I remember I think we were in high school or maybe early college rouse, somewhere around there. But, like, they literally, they, you know, people were buying them. I remember you could return your ball and get a full refund for it. But I remember there was an article I read at the time, or maybe it was like, a, you know, I was watching ESPN and they had brought this up. But part of the reason was Americans had always struggled with the international ball. This one, the lines were more designed like the international ball, but it was still the same color as, like, you know, the orange American round ball, not the multicolor one, which is weird. Don't get to have a multicolor ball. Get the hell out out of here but they they, they, the lines on it were more similar to the international so that was part of the reason they switched it is all right now americans can get more of a feel for this ball but uh it was a disaster they scrapped it instantly so every year uh that we're playing international competition whether it's the world cup or whether it's the olympics we're gonna have a really weird basketball and we're gonna have some goofy turnovers and drop balls and out of bounds and we're just gonna have to live with it roush <sighs> just gonna have to to live with it um and nbc's having love with some really bad ratings i don't know if you saw it but um they were down 45 percent overall and the the big one that like um 
people really freak out about is the primetime one down 51% in primetime. I don't know. I don't know if you attribute it to, you know, you're, you're losing your big star like Biles or there's no fan. So people aren't as into it. Um, I think time zone is probably the biggest one uh, along with just changing cable landscape. But, you know, uh, that's uh, not sure. The folks over at NBC aren't too happy about that at all. Not too happy at all. No, do you think it's a go woke, get broke, or get broke, go woke, or whatever it is situation? Yeah, I don't, I don't think so. <laughs> those, think those so. people, so many people that love seeing like bad TV ratings. I, they, 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 you come off as kind of dorky. Uh, I mean, and you can have your opinions and your takes out of it, but like anybody who like you know, there's the NBA finals, and people are like, see, that's because the NBA did this. It's like, well, or it's just because it's the Bucks and the Suns, you know, and like people aren't all as pumped up about it. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I don't know how you can get joy out of bad TV ratings. I feel like there would be more more important things to get joy out of. But to each their own, I suppose. But that's crazy. That's that's real low. Yeah, I think, uh, I, I think when you do the math, it was about fifteen million during primetime per night. Now they're they're like bragging about streaming and, uh, you know, all that sort of stuff. But still, uh, just not great, not great. Uh, I did uh, look up so their numbers. I was wondering. I was wondering if I could find that old graphic of the college basketball being like the NCAA tournament still being more watched because that's like a fun little. Oh, college basketball is dead, but then they had the highest ratings among non-NFL games. I think. Yeah. Um, for a while, and it was probably right around that number for uh, the Olympic coverage. But uh, n- nevertheless, it. Uh, man. Real, real, real tough time for the uh, the TV executives right now. They got to deal with streaming, and that's why they're shoving a bunch of stuff on the Peacock and streaming. I just, I, I get tired of it. So, real, right, real tired of it, Clark. I, I'm right there with you. Hey, Justin, I was wondering, would you? Uh, how, how was your How was your Wednesday? Did you enjoy your time after the show? I did. Uh, not going to Waffle House. Absolutely. I mean, first oh. off, just mean not hanging out with your buds. Yeah. Hey, things could, do. Uh, Justin had to go pick up a check, he said. And we thought, all right, well, I guess the only time he can pick up this check is right after the show. Turns out he's getting the check from his brother. He says, I can go anytime. I just want to go right now. He he just basically had every excuse in the mm-hmm. in the in the world not to want to come eat. And Roush, you and I, because Waffle House just has superior service, we were in and out of that joint in 20 minutes. No lie. Like in and out in 20 minutes. I mean, we, we couldn't even listen to all the music you loaded into the jukebox. Oh, yeah. I was playing the UK fight song on the jukebox. We were just having a real hoot. <laughs> it was uh, great. It was a lot of fun. And it really was. Like, we ordered, and then I swear I went up to the jukebox, put some money in, turned back around, and our food was already at the table. Uh, delicious all-star Those specials for the hash, both of us. The hash browns. My God. It's been so long since I've had the hash browns. And you got to get them covered in gravy, folks. <laughs> so good. You don't, you don't, I can, I can confirm you do not have to do that, but you know what? If that's, if you're a gravy kind of fella or lady, then go to town on the gravy. How crispy was that bacon? Oh, it was, it was one of those things that, uh, because sometimes, you know, you go to a place that's not home to get bacon and they just do it wrong. And I was like, you know, I'll get a sausage and I'll, I'll cut up one and I'll mix it in with my hash browns. 
it was the other one was fine by itself but as soon as i saw the bacon out there it's like man and you were at least generous enough to give me a slice because holy guacamole that's what you do at waffle house you share and you care and you're nice to people mm-hmm. and and i guess who's your dingus is not allowed on the door Yep, uh, that's the only thing that checks out. And what I'm really was really go- happy to see Terry is that the fine folks on Twitter prove that they're the far superior social media because Everybody all of you yes. clowns on Facebook yep. were voting for Cracker Barrel over Waffle House. You are morons. Everyone on Twitter. I mean, it was a consensus in agreement with us that Waffle House is best. Just. Good job, Twitter folks. You're the yeah. real the real MVPs. There was a few goobers that were dissenting, but they were quickly put into their place. And we've always said that Twitter has the smartest social media users. We've always said that. Always. It's like Twitter people, super smart. Then you drop, take a big drop, you get to Instagram. Mm-hmm. Then you take just a huge leap, and then you get the people in the Kentucky Roll Call Facebook group. only about like 40 of them and the <laughs> and the 50 that said i couldn't touch rim uh which by the way like i did go buy a bunch of basketball rims just out on an appointments yesterday and each and every time i was like i may just pull over and go do it but then i'd have to it i just i don't think it'd be a good look for a grown 30 year old to quickly hop out of his car run up to somebody's driveway or just randomly in a park like go touch the rim then have to go set up the can. You know, it wasn't. I, it's it, it'll happen in 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 time. But I did pass them. It did cross my mind. But Justin, we missed you, buddy. It was a fun little KRC breakfast date. Wasn't the yeah. same without you. It looked like it was a good time. Let me say a couple things here. If someone just started listening to Kentucky Roll Call this week, I promise you, Waffle House is not a sponsor of ours. Although it seems <laughs> like it, we should probably put the full court press on them to get them as a sponsor at this point. But that's neither here nor there. In terms of the Duncan thing yesterday, TJ, I say you just do it. I mean, you get out, set up your camera. Perhaps there's someone there who's a Kentucky Roll Call listener seeing you do it, and they're like, man, I could film this for TJ and not have it look so crappy. So I say you should have just done it. And if you're out today and see more, just do it today. I think the odds are that I won't just randomly happen across a listener and just some random part of Louisville at that exact time and moment, but I like the way you think. And that was honestly the caveat. Like, you know, I if there's a way I could set up the camera in my car or something where it's automatically set up, but I'd have to go figure out how to set it up and do that. It's not as it's not as quick and easy as you think as just like getting out of the car, running and touching the rim and getting back out of there. Not without a witness, at least. Can I get a witness? Yeah, I um, you know, we'll we'll see soon enough. I'm I'm confident we'll be able to Maybe next time before we go to Waffle House, we just stop out park. Get yeah, some well, somebody up. somebody on the Facebook page was like, "Why don't you all go to a basketball park after this and you know knock everything out?" Which we probably actually should have done. Yeah, yeah, but you know what? We had food on the mind. We talked a lot of food yesterday during the show. Ah, it was great. Hey, that's a good great. call. That's a good call, TJ, with the witness, by the way, because you can set up a camera angle to make it look like you're getting rim when you're really not. So I think you've got to have a witness that talks into the camera and is like, he got it, folks. Well, in the, in the, in the, I agree with you. I do. But secondly, video or non video, haters and losers will be like, that doesn't look like it's 10 feet. I, <laughs> I, I, I think that's nine and three fourths of it, which again, I, I think a lot of texters are starting to come around that like, 
a six foot person with probably a, I don't know how long my wingspan is, but like it's that's not the craziest thing in the world that even mm-hmm. a, a huskier version of myself couldn't get up there and just touch a piece of the rim. So it's not ludicrous or outlandish. It's not a big deal. It's honestly gotten more attention than we deserve on this show. But the the Facebook poll was the Facebook poll, so we got to roll with that, you know. Yeah, yeah I mean, I can, I can think it's as crazy as as could be, but if 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 the listeners disagree, then we got to do what we got to do. Yep, we got to do what they ask, what they demand, and you know what? I think we got to reward our listeners today, Terry. We're going to because if you are looking to go to either one of the shows this weekend, and it's going to be a good weekend to get out there at Waterfront Park and listen to some live music, Roush. And on Friday, Nelly, are you are you kidding me? Underlay, underlay. Yeah, you, yeah. You're gonna get to you're gonna get to see Nelly, and then Saturday, Shine Down with Pop Evil. Oh wow, that's it's back back to back nights of awesomeness. Yes. So if you want those tickets, text into the show first two to text. Just say I want Friday or I want Saturday. They're all yours. Uh, if you don't text in, then you can go to Ticketmaster and get them there. And 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 uh, they're very affordable. When else are you going to be able to say you see Nelly again? Go catch them Friday night, live on the lawn at Waterfront Park. Go to Ticketmaster.com to get your tickets. Saturday night, Shine Down with Pop Evil, live at the lawn, Waterfront Park. Man. We'll probably read that again in the second hour. But if you want them, first person to text in and ask for them. They are yours. Sorry, you already bought tickets, Keith. Gonna be uh gonna be great weather. And of course, as soon as it warms up and gets back to miserable summer weather, that's when I'm going to go to a Reds baseball game Sunday afternoon. It's gonna be awful. Um, get in the sh- get in the shade. I'm not looking forward to it. Are you gonna play the baseball game, Nick? No, I'm going with my in-laws. So are they oh uh, old people can play it too. Yeah, there's no age limit. There's not. Yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna be chasing after children. It's gonna be a, I'm gonna be hungover. It's gonna be teach Duke. Teach no, Duke. no better time. Justin's spot on today. There's no better time <laughs> to teach Duke. <laughs> so, the value so of a dollar. A, a single. <laughs> I'm gonna take that from you. Sorry, little little guy. Yeah, that's that 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 would be nice. Hey, we have some Jalen Duran news, by the way. Mm-hmm. And um. We got some football, too. Let's get to a break and talk about it all, shall we? That sounds good to me. You're listening to Kentucky Roll Call on Big X Sports Radio. We'll be right back. Roll Call. It's exercising, but like by dancing. dancing yeah. Yeah. Exotically. Zoom, zoom, zoom. And my heart go boom, boom, boom. Is that a thing? Remember that song? No. From that Disney Channel original hit, Xenon, Girl of the 21st Century. Never watched that because I had friends growing up. Welcome to Kentucky Roll Call with Walker and Roush. Is this the. I'm cool too. Well, is this the third. I ate it out back and I ate filet. Well, well, is it. Zoom, zoom, zoom. Welcome back, Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Sports Radio, 96.1 FM, 1450A. Peter Walker, Nick Roush, Justin Kalen. On your Thursday morning, we appreciate you spending it with us. Text on into the show, 
1450. You text them to the show. We read them on air. It's a lot of fun. We go 7 to 9 Monday through Friday. And the replay of the show on Big X Sports Radio, 96.1 FM. And 14.50 a.m. on the FM and a.m. dial. No big deal. From 9 to 11 for that replay. Where anywhere you get your podcast, just search Kentucky Roll Call and leave a rating and review if you didn't mind. Roush, we talked about another place for breakfast. Salsaritas doesn't do breakfast, but I bet mm-hmm. they dominate that too if they yeah. ever decided to, to serve up some delicious breakfast. They are the kings of lunch, though. And oh, yeah. the kings of crunch because they have the most wildly addictive chips. They're really thin, uh, not really thin pancakes, really thin chips with this magnificent seasoning. And it's excellent in their hot salsa with their fresh guacamole or their hot melty cheese. That quesadilla mwah, can't be beat. Uh, download the Salsaritas app before you go to either one of their two locations. St. Matthew's, they have one in Middletown as well on Shelbyville Road. That one's got a drive through But if you download the app, they'll scan it, you'll get points, and you're going to save money. Justin just opened up his app and was like, oh, five bucks off. That's how Salsaritas treats their customers. Top-notch quality service, no matter what. Salsaritas, it's deliciously different. How come there's no Mexican restaurants that are in the breakfast game? Have y'all see, ever seen one? I mean, the Hispanics don't eat breakfast. Uh, I'm, I'm pretty sure that they do. Uh, they do. Uh, yeah. And there Huevos is a, Rancheros, buddy. Yeah. You ever Con, had them? Con Havos, uh, there are there are some. Yeah. There are some breakfast places, Justin. You just don't have time to get out there and see them. Oh, okay. Now I get it. Yeah. It's just uh, you make time for it. You get out there. There are some, but again, nothing nothing whole. The candle of salsaritas. They've got two locations. The weekend's approaching. You may have some stupid little birthday party you have to go to, or you, you, uh, who, a family reunion, who knows, a picnic. Get catering. They'll do it for you. They'll make it easy. No party too big, no party too small. You can do it all online on the app, which makes it even easier and more convenient. But if you don't want to do that, completely understandable. Give them a call at 502. 502- 897-5323. Don't show up empty-handed this weekend. Get some Salsaritas catering. They've got so many different plans and packages that you will uh, you'll find exactly what you're looking for, and you'll get those wildly addictive chips, the king of crunch, as Nick Roush said. The Cats probably aren't going to be the king of landing Jalen Duran. Uh, you had on three, uh, Roush's co-worker, mm-hmm. Joe Tipton, had an article got to talk with with Jalen and I just want to read I, I think the you find the answers in his quotes and I'm just going to read this one and then we're, we're going to go from there but basically just asked what he's looking for between college and pro just kind of what he's looking for in his decision as a whole painting it with a, a broad stroke if you will and he says where I'm going to, I, he's looking for the place where I'm going to develop the most, and where I'm going to learn the most on and off the court. I want to be well rounded after making that step and moving on to new levels. And what are your must haves? He says connections in terms of the program, the coaches, or the staff in itself. Just having connections to that NBA atmosphere just to get that feedback to help with my development. I think it all goes back to that, just getting that professional feedback. So I know what I need to work on more. He says that the the new nil eliminated the money factor, which uh, he didn't have to worry about that with his decision. Knows he's going to get paid wherever he goes, and that's a good thing for him. 
But the development stuff was interesting because Tipton goes on later to just say, hey, say something quick about each one of your options. And yeah, I don't, I, don't, I don't like this because when he talked about Kentucky, he said it's a legendary program. They have a new coaching staff, a lot of great guys. They're going to be a good team next year. I talked to Coach Cal, and he has a vision for me. It's definitely great. They're proven in what they've done. But then he says Penny is a player's coach. He's done it before, and he's been through all levels of basketball. Their pitch is the NBA knowledge they have with adding Larry Brown and Cody Tobert, just the development that they can provide. So here's the thing, Terry. Oh, the D word, development. It's what he used so often when talking about what he's looking for. Mm-hmm. He throws it in with Memphis, and then he gives Kentucky the – they're they're going to be a really good team next year. Well, not and, and, not we or you know I would make them an insane team. It's just the caveat of they're going to be a really good team next year. I think he kind of tipped his hand here a bit. Well, and especially when you you say I met their new coaches, they're great, and then you single out Larry Brown and Penny's new coaches. You know, yes, like, yeah, it it, it it sinks, but it's also like wait, okay, wh- how many players has Penny? got to the pros how oh so less than the 1100 millionaires that are went to kentucky and are now in the nba yeah a lot of kids are not a lot of kids a lot of kentucky fans are so confused about like why are people that are talking about pro development is it not just like kentucky then duke and then a ginormous drop off before you even get to third place and who knows how far you'd even have to go before you'd have to get to memphis so kentucky fans are confused by that and what i would just say is people can tell kids whatever they want and sometimes the kids are (laughs) (laughs) yeah like he he just he just he knows that penny hardaway played in the nba so of course if he did it then he can teach other kids how to do it the problem is when you're 17 years old, you don't realize that that's not how it works. Those who can't do teach, right? I guess that's and, what and they that's the old and that the old saying. So uh, I, I I feel like that's a little misguided. If you're if your whole reasoning is behind getting developing for the NBA, then I don't think Penny Hardaway is your guy. But hey, you know Penny's a good recruiter. He knows what he's doing, and. Uh, He's going to tell him he's going to get all the shots. You know, uh, it's it's, it's going to work. So, uh, I at least now we do have a better sense of where things stand, and we won't have to spend an hour and a half Friday night watching a ceremony from some AAU center. That's true. He also gave, a, I think, a, a more flattering answer for the G League than he did for Kentucky just because he mentioned that he knows that – you can learn a lot in the G league and you can get better uh, and you know, for the next level and whatnot. So it's just weird that like, you know, his broad, what are you looking for? was all about development and getting feedback for the NBA, which that at the surface kind of screams G league. Cause we've talked about how you can have people in the gym 24 seven, if you want to. And it's, it's a little easier to scout those players. Although the competition's a little different uh, than what you go up against in the college level. But then for for Memphis, he kind of hits it on the head. Roush, you're right. He names the assistants by name. Uh, the stuff isn't rocket science. Sometimes you can read behind the read between the lines, but doesn't sounds like it'd be an absolute and complete shocker if it's Kentucky. Would be cool, but I would not have any sort of expectations that Jalen's going to pick UK. And as it turned out, Roush, Kentucky's front court 
once we got the caught word that Keon Brooks was in fact coming back to Kentucky, it was complete. That was that there's Kentucky's front court. Yep. They feel good about it. Um, they do. They do I, feel good about it. I, I still a little perplexed by the Coburn stuff, but you know what? After having last year go the wrong way for a variety of reasons, but obviously I think there was some, some gelling problems, some team chemistry issues. I think some of that was just because they couldn't do much together, but Hey, if they, if they feel felt good about their team in June, ain't broke, don't fix it. So, uh, you know, I, I'm not going to, I'm, 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 I, we gave, I, I personally gave Cal a pass for last year, and I'm going to trust that he, he's built the team. We've been wanting to see teams more guard or oriented. And now we have right now where you could have Damian Collins, Keon Brooks, Oscar Shibway, Lance Ware as four guys that can be your post rebounders. It is it, as long as you can get some quality rebounding there, quality defense, I'm I'm happy with it. I don't I don't need a ton of scoring from those options aside from, you know, 12 points a game from Keon Brooks. Yeah, those are just such big ifs. So, you know, like hey, I, all right, I we, we better be able to rebound and we better be able to defend the interior. Like, yeah, those are good good teams can do those things. The the fact that we feel solid about it, but Maybe if you had one more bigger body, we'd feel great about it. I just don't want us to be in March, Oscar getting foul trouble in a game, and then some big just, you know, dominate Keon Brooks inside because he's got an extra 60, 70 pounds on him or whoever we're, we're playing, uh, whether it's Damian Collins, whoever it is. Uh, and us look back and say, well, why wouldn't they just add one more player? And the Kofi stuff to me – it, it is still so weird. Again, you had you had experts across the board all saying that hey, he's it's gonna go he's gonna go to Kentucky, and then it turns out the head coach was never even talking to him. Like that's that's weird. Like that situation, I think somebody needs to directly like you know bring Say that what up. Happened. Bring, bring bring that up to Cal in a press conference, or if they ever get if you know if we ever get Orlando on, we need to remember to ask him that. But uh, it, it, it that's a weird situation. I still am. I'm. I'm in the belief. I've, it's my conspiracy theory that um, that Brady Kennedy, that was his last sabotage before he joined Joel Justice out at Arizona State. What was? What would his sabotage be? That he told everybody that Kofi was coming to UK, get ready for it, and it was just never going to happen. No, that wasn't. But that, that 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 that's not it. That's mm. not it. Now, why the why everybody got so high on UK's chances? Maybe we just thought it made sense. You know, Kofi brought up UK. He didn't even mention Illinois in that article. Uh, Hot take Torres said that all the college coaches he were talking to thought that Kofi was going to go to UK. That's how it started to snowball. You know what I think? Probably, and and I have an issue with this. Like, I I don't like this. If this is the case, I could totally see it being Calipari saying. I, I, we took two of their assistants. It'd be in bad taste to start stealing their players too. Oh, I can no. see you, no, no, Cal. I, no, I really, I mean that. Are you, you, you're really? being, you're being sarcastic. No, I'm being serious. Why would Cal? He, Cal's he had, cutthroat, man. Well, is he though? Like he does have a holier than thou approach. He, he was one of his rare, just completely wrong takes was. When he was flat. so, yeah, well, when, well, when he was so, yeah, anti taking grad transfers, even though he had kind of taken some. 
he talked about how it, it it can fire head coaches and it's not right. But you remember Adam Miller, the other player from Illinois, mm-hmm. the guard, who I think I like I would have loved that dude being at Kentucky. I think he ended up going to LSU. He's poised for a big year. He's gonna have a really nice year. And all the buzz initially was like, hey, Kentucky, he's gonna follow his assistants to Kentucky, and Kentucky's gonna love to have him. And then that just kind of went out without anything. Like we didn't even hear about him in Kentucky anymore more it, and there's so many other names in the transfer portal that we quickly moved on from it but adam miller would have been a great addition now kind of would have changed some things maybe with some other players but he is going to be he's going to be a really really nice player next year and then it turns out kentucky didn't even really go after him either and then with kofi it turns out cal wasn't even interested at all so something something's up with that stuff and my best guess is Cal was just like I'm. I'm not. I'm not going to do it. I, I took two of their assistants that can turn a program upside down. I'm not going to go plunder their team either. And I strongly disagree with that. Roush, I agree with you. In his earlier career, he was cutthroat. He had the the quotes with Mick Cronin and whoever else, like saying, "I'm going to take your guys, and there's nothing that you can do about it." I think he just thinks recruiting is a more fair game than plucking players off other teams. But you're already doing it. So who cares if it's you, you do it versus a team you take the assistance from or not? You're already doing it. You're coming off one of the worst seasons in U.K. basketball history. If you could add a preseason All-American, you should have been doing backflips to do it. So I, I'm, I'm disappointed in the lack of addition of another big just because why, why wouldn't you have done it? And you could say maybe the players didn't want it. And if you would have done it, the locker room would have been a disaster. Well, then I'm worried about if that ends up being true, which we have no evidence that it is, then I'm worried about this season going into it as is because you've got guys that are worried about competing and minutes and all that sort of deal. So the whole thing with Kofi was weird to me. We all were like, all right, it is what it is. Maybe we'll get Jalen. You never know with that recruitment. Now it's becoming kind of clear that one's not going to happen. So the front court is what it is. I just I don't know why Calipari wouldn't have been wanting to have this team have 13 great players if that's what it, if that's what he could have done. Yeah. Uh, I, just like you're not buying my conspiracy theory, I'm not buying yours totally. Just yeah, because I think I think that Cal, like if as bad as last year would, was, I think he would have done whatever it took to get the guys he thought he needed. So what about making a phone call to Kofi? That yeah, would be well, well, and, and that's the thing. Maybe he, maybe he thought like, all right, I don't need. Maybe Cal, for all the his haters, has finally said, you know what? These big back to the basket lumbering bigs, I don't need them anymore. Now, I find that I certainly would. Like, I can't imagine that scenario. But what if he would just let's let's just play this fun little game where he thought, you know what? The way that our team set up, I think he could slow us down. We don't need Kofi Coburn. Uh, all American returning. Then I, man, I feel that like, sounds oh, even more ridiculous. It is, yeah, exactly. Like, it, it, yeah, then that's even worse. But I, I don't think that, uh, man. I don't know. I, in the worst part of this, always is is even if he's asked, he's going to give us some bullcrap answer. So like, we're never going to know why Coburn kind of seemingly never got never got the call. Yeah, he, he probably just give. We're happy with our roster. We we got the guys that we wanted in. But I could see him. I, I could see him being like. You know, we we a lot of news out there, and a lot of people thought we were heavy after a guy, but we we were happy with what we've got. I don't know. 
I, I the whole thing stinks to me. I'm not happy about it. I would have loved one more big. It doesn't change my excitement level heading into this season, but I do think there is I think there's a hole in this team and it's it goes with front court depth. Uh, Oscar's got to stay healthy and he's got to stay out of foul trouble and if he does and you're also remembering like he didn't get run out of West Virginia, but he was seeing his minutes decrease partially because uh, his conditioning during the pandemic wasn't where it needs to be. I'm not so worried about that anymore. The dude looks like a freak. And secondly, some other players just were playing a little bit better than he was. So Oscar's not going to be somebody that's going to go down there and get, you know, 24 and 14 against a good team. You know, it's going to be like six, six points, nine rebounds. You know, he's going to have some ugly box scores and whatnot. But I think it was a misplay by Cal. You're not going to get Jalen. That's I, I would have much rather had Kofi anyways between the two of them, but I still would have gotten excited about the prospects of of, of uh, bringing Duran in, but he got tricked by Penny, it seems like, and now we'll get to laugh at Memphis when they stink again, Roush. At least we'll have that. Yeah, we still will have that. Um, uh, one final thing on Kofi. Every time we say Kofi, I think back to the Pokemon, Kofi, and I'm really going to be disappointed that we can't go, Kofi for a year so um i know that that's probably some very inside pokemon talk for people of our age that used to watch that cartoon 20 years ago so what a dweeb i just <laughs> just had to get that off my chest suck it justin uh it would or, i don't think it's going to happen but um it would be hilarious too if Imani Bates, who announced, remember when everybody was going to make him the next Michael Jordan? And that was, that's one. I wish Evan Daniels was still around to answer for Imani Bates' struggles as of late, because he was this phenom as a sophomore. Now he's a junior and he's reclassifying. Uh, Yeah, he announced yesterday that he's, or, or the news came out yesterday that he's going to move to 2021 down to Michigan State, the school he originally committed to, Memphis, and somebody else. I, I forget who. It, it, it felt like a kind of team from out of the blue that's normally not w- one of those usual suspects, but uh, he's probably going to end up going to the G League. Oregon? Oregon and the G League. Uh, Nike money, gotcha. Yeah, it's probably going to end up being the G League. Um, so, good for him, but it's uh, it would be kind of funny if Penny pulled both Duran and Bates and they just didn't go to the NCAA tournament. Well, some online recruiting folks and just fans of following along with recruiting, they do they they think something's they think something's up. Like they think Penny may pull this off and get both of them. And I, I've got obviously no idea if they will or won't. I will say this: if they do, Memphis is going to have a good team, like a, a good team. They got the Virginia Tech transfer. They're going, or at least they're going to have the pieces to have a good team, and they're going to be deep. It's not just going to be like. You're bringing bums off the bench. They're going to be bringing in some decent players off the bench as well. If if, if he if Penny couldn't do it, if let's say they let's say that happens, let's say they just get Jalen and uh, you go from there. But if you get both of them, if you don't make the second weekend of the NCAA tournament, if I'm a Memphis fan, it's like all right, if he can't do it with this talent, what what's the right recipe? Like mm-hmm. if he can't do it with these players, <laughs> then, then what? You know, I don't know what we're gonna do. So uh, bring it on. Go, go ahead, Amoni. Go to Memphis. All you all can go there. You can play in the American Athletic Conference. You can have three people watch you on TV per game. It'll be great. And then you all can flame out and we'll, we'll all nationally have a good laugh at you. But uh, losing recruits to Penny, and I know Amoni Bates, that one was never a, a huge realistic possibility. Uh, it's, it's obnoxious just because he does not have the resume that Kentucky has. But Credit to him. Tip your cap to him. Still finding a way to steal some players, whether it's moving expenses 
or uh, lying about NBA development. It is what it is. He, he gets them. He's taken James Wiseman and now Jalen Duran. And I'm sick of it, Roush. We are sick of it. We really, if, really are. What if he's just telling all these big men, hey, y'all, I uh, played in the NBA with a guy you may know, Shaq. Yeah, but like, wouldn't a better pitch Cal be like, hey, you know that guy, Anthony Davis, in the NBA? I it's coached true. him. Yeah, and, DeMar- and DeMarcus Cousins and Carl Anthony Towns. Bam and out of bio. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. Willie Colley Stein, who just yeah. signed, you know, with the Mavs again. But I, I, I the it's weird. It, it, if it's you're listening at home and it's weird to you, it's weird to us. I can I can <laughs> promise you that as well. Hey Roush, let's read a few texts and then hour two you can start off with that football. Okay. The we can do that. Game. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Good deal. A texture says Speak for yourself, TJ. My honeymoon was seven days of trying to find new places to make Whoopi. Secluded Jamaican resort. Tan almost everywhere. Jan almost everywhere. Uh, Sandals, baby. That that picture is just laugh out loud funny. I laugh every time I see it. Yeah, I'm wondering like why, you know, in college when you had a bunch of stupid stuff on the wall, like why I never thought about that. Yeah, man. Especially because the that poster in particular was a lot like stuff that we hung up in our houses yeah. just like something that was printed off i had one that was it was a giant version of the anthony davis uh like the basketball version it's except instead of basketballs where he's got his arms over basketballs it was bob knight heads and it said suck it bobby knight or something like that Whoa. <laughs> like it, was, it was it was it was ridiculous Take it easy, Kathy Griffith. Sheesh. What did Bob Knight ever do to you? <laughs> it wasn't quite as gory. Oh, that's good. That's, that's good to hear. <laughs> it was just poorly uh, photoshopped stuff. We we had a picture. We had the we had Todd's painting celebration from Wedding Crashers. <laughs> <laughs> we, had, we, had, we had that in our college house. But, yeah, mostly a lot of just sports posters and whatnot. Gotcha. Gotcha. I see. And then, of course, every you know, it's it's completely cringeworthy nowadays. But you, you you'd collect like the beer bottles or the wine. You'd collect some sort of beer. You'd hang that up somewhere. Have that somewhere. That was always regrettable and pretty gross. Now that you think about it. Yeah, uh, I'm trying to think of anything in particular that was the the grossest was uh, the the giant spittoons. So like during. Uh, like a finals week, I would try to fill up like a two liter bottle. It was just disgusting. Oh man. Yeah. Yeah. I never understood. Yeah. I, I'm not a, I'm not a dipper. I never understood like the carrying around the same. Was it just like a pride thing? Oh, it was just like a, okay, uh, this is going to be stupid. Let's see, you know, let's see what we can do here. it smell horrible. Oh yeah. 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 Well, it, 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 it wasn't bad for the first three days or so, but once it sat there for a while, it was just, Gosh. Yeah. Justin, did you ever do that? Fill up a big spitter? Not a two liter, no. Oh, gosh. Have you all ever mistakenly drank out of a dip spitter? Yes. Uh, Never actually drank it. Uh, It would like hit the lips and you're just like, oh, no, this is not what I thought I picked up. Yeah, I, I sadly did one time get it in my mouth. Um. You know, you instantly figure it out, so it's not like you just like guzzle it down or anything like that. Ooh. Yeah, what, absolutely horrible. What I the the 
worst mistake I made in that regard was a few years back, we went to a New Year's Eve concert at the Palace, and we brought in some water bottles full of vodka and also just regular water bottles. And I was feeling like, all right, Roush, you need to you need to drink some water, buddy. You're you're feeling a little you're getting a little out of hand right now and went to take a big old swig and it was just vodka. And man, I was done after that. That was all she wrote. Did you, did you do like a spit take or did you take it down? Oh, I took it down. But Wow, you bad boy. <laughs> you know me. <laughs> the bad boy. Oh, a texter says, the fact that people think TJ at six foot can't touch rim is strange. I'm six one with longer than average arms and I can touch rim without really even trying. Grabbing or dunking are different altogether, but touching, come on. I just responded to that person and said thanks because it, 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 it really is nonsensical. People's perception of what a six-footer can do is weird. It's also, like, I, I think to that that point, uh, first off, when when you, the image of sports talker, they see you as a sports talker, not as a sports doer. And I think that's their that's true. the biggest thing. But that's also... True. Touching rim, like touching 10 feet, he's right. Like, I, you think of dunking, there is, you almost have to touch like 10 six to be able to dunk. And that's yeah. a dramatic difference. Yeah. You, I mean, that's true. And, and the people that are going to be tall enough to easily jump and dunk generally have the hand size to be able to do it too. That's another right, thing right. also with dunking is that like you could even get up there, but if you're, you know, if you're just small and springy, you better get two hands on it you're not gonna be able to get it with the one hand so um good text into the show actually some would say maybe the best text a texter oh, wow. says uh, so much so that you just want to like give them tickets away is that what it is are we you... still we still are giving away tickets to nelly this weekend and shine down with evil pop pop evil excuse me at first one to text in sounds like duke wants them oh duke. he's got to get his hands on him duke want to see he's shine singing, down he, with pop evil he's singing their songs right now as we speak Baby St. Louis. I was trying to make a Nelly collaboration with Baby Shark. That was a good try. That was, that was a good try. Not really, but hey, I did it anyways. Yeah, not really. Not really at all. Well, you know, yeah. I couldn't think of the words to you can find me in St. Louis and then trying to mix that in with Baby Shark. I'm I'm not I'm not Dave from Little Dicky, you know. No, you're not. Which I have not watched. Is that, has this show been good? Bad? Uh, it, it's been okay. Okay. Been okay. I've watched two episodes, and that's my thinking as well. It's been okay. There, there are some like there are some good episodes, and there are some really not good ones. So, yeah, it's it's just been okay. If we're being honest. Gotcha. Okay. Hey, but you know what? Just being okay has never stopped us, and we've got hour two coming up next of Kentucky Roll Call. We're going to take the daily double break here. We'll come back. More text on the show. Roush has football news. I'm excited about it. Don't know what it is. And it all starts media day tomorrow. A lot to look forward to. You're listening to KRC. We'll come back. Another hour of it here on Big X Sports Radio. 96 one FM, 1458. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, and Justin Over? You say over? I ain't heard no family!
Welcome back for hour two of Kentucky Roll Call. Nothing is over until we decide it is. With Walker and Roush. We're just getting started, bro. Welcome back. Hour number two of Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Sports Radio. 96.1 FM, 1450 AM. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, Justin Kalen on your Thursday morning. Another beautiful start to the day. Get hot this afternoon, but enjoy it while you can. And good time golfing yesterday. Still had two blow-up holes. I wonder if Bobby Cook could teach some mental toughness. No, you're just you're just no, no. Maybe no, lock no. lock me in a bathroom stall or something. Mm-hmm. Just something to make me get off the bus and walk back maybe, to the hotel. Maybe do some gassers. Could do that, sure. Yeah. Call me Pop Tart. Uh, make me eat Pop Tarts. You know, mm. just just you know, mentally tough coaches. They have their strategies. Those those are just a few along the lines. Does Justin Kalen know what we're talking about? I do not know. Billy Gillespie. Oh, okay. Those are those are those are some of his mentally tough strategies. I bet Bobby Cook would be a little a little gentler than Billy Gillespie. But I I, I just uh, played well, did some good things, but had the old eight seven back to back again, and that is just instantly going to to blow up around. So that was uh that besides that that was unfortunate. So I'll go see Bobby Cook, see what advice he has about just staying in your swing, being more consistent and not allowing one bad shot to turn into two, three, or four. He is off exit four, by the way, in southern Indiana. Go check him out. Go to bobbycookgolfacademy.com. You don't have to go just for lessons. You can go to the range. You can go hit play a virtual course if you want to beat the heat or go see him and get the cheapest lessons in town. Just about 15 minutes from most parts of Louisville. It's a really easy drive, and it's a cool setup. Check out Bobby at the Bobby Cook Golf Academy over there off exit four. We really start should start saying it's off of exit four. Ah, that's that's good, Justin. I like that. that. That's 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 advertising for you. Yeah, if we that that's that was good, Justin. Justin brought his A game today. <laughs> I like You're it. All right, Roush. Let's see what kind of game you've got. I want this football tease, and I want it now. You know who needs to bring their A game tonight? It's Dwayne Haskins, because Justin, we get our first look at the Pittsburgh Steelers tonight. Woo-hoo-hoo! Oh, boy. Yeah, Hall of Fame game, the Steelers versus the Cowboys. It doesn't get more American than that. And here's the thing. I know it's it's a preseason game, and it's not a lot of fun. We actually can sit back, relax, and enjoy watching the Cowboys on defense because there's going to be a couple cats getting quite a few snaps. Quentin Bohanna and Kelvin Joseph call me boss man fat. In addition, Benny Snell, he's... I don't know. He's kind of playing for his job for the Steelers. So need him to play away. It'd be nice if he had a nice preseason debut tonight uh, after a tough season uh, last year where he's, I think he had 120 yards in the opener and then the Steelers just couldn't run the ball the rest of the year. So actually some uh, implications in tonight's hall of fame game. Well, that's uh, I, I was going to do the fart noise once you mentioned that that's what you were going to talk about, that Hall of Fame game. I don't care about it, but you made a compelling case. The, the, there's there's cats going to be there, so I probably won't be locked in watching it, but more likely have it on in the background, and that'll be good. That'll give me something to keep an eye on. 
I'm kind of like you, TJ. I don't really care about this game. I never really have cared about the Hall of Fame game, partly because it's a month before the season. Yeah, it's great to have football back, but then you got to wait another month before you get any more. I've always thought the Hall of Fame game, when I was a kid, I used to think it was just going to be the old Hall of Famers that would play. To me, that <laughs> would, to me that's much more interesting. Bring Dog. the Hall of Famers for each team back and let them play some flag football. I'm much more likely to watch that. Flag football? What Peyton do you think? They're cow- they're- yeah, you think it- they're cowards? I, I say <laughs> strap them up and let's hit each other. You think Terry Bradshaw can still take a hit? Heck no. I- I want to see it. I'm watching. I, I want to see it. I want to find out. That's good television, Justin. That's good drama. Is somebody going to literally maybe break in half on the field? Tune in at eight to find out. In if you did the current, uh, if you did the current Hall of Fame class too, you could have Peyton Manning slinging it to Calvin Johnson. That'd be fun to watch. I'm in. Uh, yeah, stay me lo- too. Stay, stay less. That sounds. That sounds awesome to me. Uh, now I'm the same way. I don't get all pumped up for preseason games. It, the, like the second and third one, a little bit, just because it's, it's fun to see some of your favorite players play a series or two. But the first one and the fourth ones are there ain't much juice. And I listen to some NFL podcasts, and they're like a, a fun way to make the preseason is just pick an underdog, just like in. Just like in Hard Knocks, but with your own specific team. Pick somebody that's kind of fringe making the roster, and that'll make the preseason games more fun. But I, I think, uh, you know, it's not like basketball. It, it's harder to kind of single out one football player. And then, you know, if that player, if you end up picking like a cornerback, like you can't really key in and watch him because maybe half the time he's not on the screen, even when he's actually in the game. So I, I, I'm going to maybe try that and maybe see if that makes the preseason more fun. But overall, Justin, I'm, I'm of the same sentiment. It's it, it's football, but not really. Yeah, in this one, it's just it's the first game, so I'm going to we're going to get the NFL like montage because I think it's on NBC, right? So, I, well, I guess they probably don't have it for the Olympics. So, either way, we get the sounds, you know, uh, the the intro music if they do it on NFL Network. I don't. I need to check see what channel it's even on, but yeah. Uh, I, you just get you, the juice fills back. You're like, okay, well, there's a drive. Uh, I might watch more than one drive though tonight just to see what Benny Snell is able to do. Yeah, I'll check that out too. Uh, I, I will. I will. I, good news. Good watch news. The Olympics, but yeah, go on, Justin. Good news for Benny Snell. He's got a scrub in front of him and James Connor. So, wow, he should, shot he fired James well. Connor. I don't think James Conner is on the Pittsburgh Steelers anymore. Oh, yeah. I think he did leave. I think you're right. Yeah. Yeah. He's with the Cardinals. Yeah. They just, but they drafted a bunch of guys. Well, yeah, but they're, they they have like six running backs right now. Yeah. I forgot about Najee. Yeah. Wow. Noted Pittsburgh Steelers fan Nick Roush puts pretender Steelers fan Justin Kalen into his place. Nick Roush also pays attention during the offseason because that's part of his job. Now, not with the Steelers, but. It's just natural instinct to pay attention to the rotating pieces. Well, you would think if you were a f- true fan, you would mm-hmm. know who's mm-hmm. on your team. Mm-hmm. I don't have time. <laughs> <laughs> hey, by the way, Julius Randle has agreed to a four-year, $117 million contract extension with the Knicks. That's a lot. It's a lot of money. Good for uh, Julius. A lot of guacamole. Yeah. A lot of guacamole. UK guys got a lot, got a lot of money. 
it's too bad that they're not going to be able to bring any more pieces for him because they gave Evan Fournier $110 million a year. Hey, say that to Evan Fournier's face right now. He's playing well, up by nine. I guess. He had a big game. He had a big game against us too, the United States. Mm-hmm. I, I, I I didn't get it, but uh, <laughs> he's a good player. He's he's solid. Just shouldn't shouldn't have a huge game against the United States. But uh, neither here nor there. Yeah, France mm-hmm. up by nine in that other semifinal. So we'll find out who USA plays in the gold medal match tomorrow night, ten thirty, which is very exciting. Quick update on USA baseball as well. They're playing in the semifinal game right now. They're up three to one in the sixth. Good deal. Um, I've got some bad news for you too, Terry. Real oh, bad news. Oh, I don't like it. Well, I know that you thought Aaron Rodgers was the greatest Jeopardy host in the history of Jeopardy guest hosts. Uh, but oh, I, I I saw that. I don't think he was actually the best. I thought he did a good job, though. Yeah, well, you thought he was great, but he's not great enough to get called back because Jeopardy they uh they found their guy. It's it's not official yet. But they are in advanced negotiations to have Mike Richards, the executive producer, become the next host of Jeopardy. Yeah, I don't. I mean, I, I I do, but I don't really like even remember his guest hosting stint. I just remember folks because he was the first one. He did maybe a month before they started bringing in the the celebrity guest host. Oh, okay. Yeah, that guy. Gotcha. So yeah, that's and yeah. people really liked him. Um, and. And that he was kind of what everyone else compared to at the beginning. I haven't kept up as of late, like seven thirty. That's when Jeopardy's on. That's usually whenever uh, Duke is at his needs his most attention. So uh, you know, it's right around bedtime. But uh, so I haven't been able to watch. Like, Lavar Burton, he was on a quest to host that for a long time. I heard he wasn't that good though. Have you? Did you watch any of these, Terry? Lavar Burton. Yeah, yeah I, I saw I saw every one of them, not every single episode of every guest host, but I did see every guest host at least do one episode. He he was good. He put he put a a real like a, a more of a game show spin on it, if you will, like just super energetic, mm, nice gotcha. high highs, low lows. It, it was different than the Jeopardy that we're used to, but it was not bad. It was just different. Uh, mm-hmm. I liked it, but I I. And I, I liked, I thought all the hosts for the most part did, did a pretty good job, or at least, you know, tolerable for 30 minutes of, right, of reading, right. reading, reading the clues, reading the answers or whatnot. So, uh, that's so good. All right, good. It's not going to be Aaron Rodgers. He'll get the next one. Yep. The next one. Uh, there is a guy right now. Oh man. What's his name? That's just absolutely tearing up jeopardy. Oh yeah. That, it's like, I think he's 11 days and he's closing in on half a million if he didn't get it last night, but I, I wasn't well, able to watch. So what was funny, TJ, they almost didn't have a final Jeopardy because the other guy, he was, he, at one point, my friend sent a screen grab, 38,000 to minus 600 to minus 400 <laughs> in double Jeopardy. Uh, he, he wagered 37 K in the final, lost it and still won. Wow. That's crazy. Good <laughs> yeah. for, good, good for him to go big on that. Yeah. Even if, even if those, uh, You'll do a je- you'll get a final Jeopardy just one person from time to time. Oh, so so they'll still let you wager even if you're the only person in final. <laughs> yeah, you just can't lose. Although I wonder if what if some dweeb like went all in and got it and and like can you win with zero? 
Like, can you win with zero dollars uh, at the end if you're all by yourself? I would imagine. I guess if you're so, all by right? yourself, I would leave it. I would go down to one just in case. But yeah, well, I mean, you might yeah. as well. Like, you're gonna win. <laughs> you yeah, know? you're gonna you're gonna get on to the next day, anyways. So, so if they're negative, they don't bet, or obviously they can't. So they can't like, bet anything. No, it's really awkward. They're not allowed to do Final Jeopardy, so it's just they don't empty. even answer the question. It's an empty podium. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> So it's uh, but then they come, but like then they come right back out afterwards, and it's really funny. So it's like it, it is awkward. It's like why don't you just let them stay out there, write down something, and not you know they can't they they can't bet money they don't have. But yeah, it's 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 always funny, always good stuff. Yeah. If I was on Jeopardy, that'd be my goal: is just like don't be in the negative, so I at least can do Final Jeopardy. <laughs> write down something funny or something. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah, or or make like a drawing like uh, Sean Connery did on oh, SNL. Oh yeah, yeah. Why uh-huh. the why the hell not? Uh, speaking of something funny that people wrote down, I think some people wrote down some funny text messages. Well, we should read them then, or serious ones. Who knows? That's the beauty of the text line five zero two four one four fourteen fifty here on Kentucky Roll Call. Let's get to the next one. A texter says, I listen to about five regular either daily or two to three episodes a week shows on Apple Podcasts, and the only show I've ever had problems with is this one. Apple never wants to let me download KRC. It takes about six tries every day, but daggummit, I'm going to listen to you idiots if it takes my thumbs going numb from repeatedly mashing download and remove download over and over until it gets saved. Suck it, Apple, but not really. I'm an absolute... Uh, uh, he uses a bunch of Apple products. Yes, and the word that he used that I don't want to say, uh, our friend of the program, Levi, used that. To, it's it's an S word that's, he used it, as, he calls Waffle House that, and he used that on the KRC Facebook page, and he got banned from Facebook for 24 hours. <laughs> wow. Yeah. That's so you good. never call that? It's like, no, I would not, no, it's, Dumb, dumb, yeah, no. <laughs> you gotta be careful with your words these days. Yes, yes, definitely. Uh, Texture says something well, tells Justin, me that. Oh, hold on, Justin, you had something to say. I want to hear it. I was just gonna say it rhymes with butt. Oh, okay, there we go. <laughs> Wait, thanks for providing some clarity. <laughs> I, did, I didn't want everybody wondering. Oh man, something tells me that doing the Trevor voice isn't the first time. I don't you can say that one. Uh it Trevor's voice isn't the first time Scooter used all throat. That's from Billy Big Blue. Thanks, Billy. Probably when you're smoking down on cigs. That's mostly throat. Don't smoke cigs, but yeah. Gotcha. <laughs> uh there shouldn't be many kids. There shouldn't be many kids running around at Disney when we go. We will be there on weekdays when school is in session. In regards to being able to rest and relax, we have a couple non-park days and are staying at a fancy resort with plenty of pools to lounge by. Pretty excited. I just hope Disney doesn't bring back their outdoor mask mandate. Restrictions were lifted when we booked, so I'm going to be pretty heated if I have to walk around in the Florida heat with a mask on. Uh, Roush, is that good enough? Uh, Does that get your honeymoon approval? No. No, still, I'm good. Um, I would not do that. But hey, I'm not going to yuck somebody's yum. I enjoy Disney World as much as uh, any other uh, 
almost 30 year old adult, maybe even more so than most 30 year old adults. So, uh, you know, if that's what you want to do for your honeymoon, enjoy the hell out of it. You only get one. So make it a blast texture. But you didn't even acknowledge the point of which he's not doing Disney world every day. He's doing beach and pool and stuff like that. Yeah. It's still work though. You're in Orlando. Like, I don't know. For, For me, that for me, that makes it a little more bearable. And also, you don't have to worry about the mask mandate. They pretty much shut that down yesterday that that's not going to happen. So, Disney did or the state of Florida did? DeSantis came out and basically was like, yeah, we're not closing anything back. We're not going to mask. We're open. But, yeah, but, but, I think, but I, Disney, it doesn't matter, though. Disney's a private company. They can do yeah, what they want yeah, on their Disney property. Might, yeah, you're right. Yeah. So, uh, fingers crossed for you, buddy, that you won't have to worry about that. Sounds like an awesome honeymoon. Bet you're going to have the time of your life. Don't let Roush get you down. Yeah, I just I I would there's many other things I would rather do, but hey, if you want to do that, enjoy it, buddy. Enjoy every second of it. Texture, don't let the person that goes on vacations to northern Indiana let you let get you down about your vacation spots. (laughs) I think Disney is a good honeymoon, says one texter, but you should definitely spend at least three nights on the beach. St. Pete or Daytona are only an hour and a half away. Epcot is definitely the best Disney park for adults. It's a must to have a beer from all 15 countries. Billy Big Blue. That's one I've never done the Epcot. Really want to do it. Heard nothing but great things about it. Don't know when the heck I'm going to be able to do it, but I've I've heard good things about it. And Billy Big Blue, I think you've got the the right idea. Do Disney a couple days, have a blast, ride all the rides, go to all the parks you want to go to, and then, you know, you'll – get the pool and beach sounds like that's what he's doing uh, i love that this honeymoon has been so broken down on this show <laughs> i do too um and you know what i have a feeling it won't be the end of it either terry uh doubt it yeah normally we, we've got what like three day four day staying power generally with some of our goofy topics on the show yeah usually you gotta wait till a new week starts to really cleanse it what was there was something last year around the start of football season where we were like all right enough we've got to stop it i i, I don't I don't, I don't remember what exactly it was, but it uh, was. There's been like three of them, and I can't remember really. Like, any all right, we, we, my we, head. we have to, we have to stop because this is, this is too much. Um, what? Uh, oh, Billy, my tongue. But uh, go on. Billy Big Blue is back for some more. He said it was so nice of Justin's mom to fly with him to Germany last year. Sucks he cried the whole way though. Justin, I, I thought, I, I thought you were a little baby. Oh, I was. Oh. I, I knew when I said that yesterday, I was like, man, this is some low-hanging fruit. Somebody's going to take advantage of this. He's still crying 31 years later. So I, knew, <laughs> I knew it was coming. So Billy Big Blue is just the one to slam it home on top of you. That's he's it. He got, always is. Yeah, he is. He's the he bane really of is. Justin's existence. Uh, it's good stuff. Texter says, don't you guys agree that deciding who to put in your wedding slash inviting to your bachelor party can get super sticky and personal. Like when folks realize they're not a part of one of the two, I feel like it can get super awkward. That's like you saying, sorry, pal, we're not as close as you think and so on. Yeah, but like it's only TJ, you've been to a lot of these by now. You you have friends that are more married than my friends. I was one of the first of mine and it was, uh, it was a little, awkward i guess because i but like not really i don't know people just you reach a certain point where you just know as an adult like you can't invite everybody like that's just how these things work and so you got to do what you got to do i take no offense to it 
And I think anybody who's been through the wedding planning process will understand. I just had one, one that was like, kind of, you know, I just had to be like, listen, but the, the truth is people, people getting married, you don't, you don't understand it until you get to it. But, Parents take up a good chunk of your invite list. So when you're thinking about all the people you're going to invite, you got to remember that like parents on both sides, especially if they're the ones that are footing a good chunk of the bill. Oh yeah. Bill or really any part of the bill, like you're going to let them bring who they want to bring. They're bring work friends and, and then when, I mean, help yeah. people you don't know. And then and then when you, then what's left over, you do have to kind of make some cuts. It's not, I mean, it's just a wedding, you know, it's not like, it's not like we, we can never talk to each other if you weren't invited to my wedding or something like that. So most people understand and are cool about it, but yeah, there was one, one awkward conversation I had to have, but it happens. If that's, I think I probably got off easy to be honest. Texture yeah, says, I like, uh, I also did the out of town wedding too, that, that, you know, the out of town wedding would be smart. It's, it's a good way to be like, oh, you can't come. Oh, no. Sorry. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Who's the best in beer pong out of you three? Well, we've never played together. Uh, I think we've played once, Terry, at a Halloween party. Or oh. that might have just been Flip Cup. I yeah, I think it, I don't think we played beer pong. Play, maybe played beer die or Flip Cup. Mm-hmm. I haven't played beer pong since the war. Yeah, I can see Justin being really good at beer pong. So this texter actually uh, texted in three competitions. It was beer pong, who would win putt-putt, and who would win a game of darts. So here's how I th- I'm thinking it through. Okay. I'm going to go ahead and give Roush beer pong just because of the long arms. You've got an advantage there. Granted, you can't go the elbow over the table. But the long arms, I think, play a factor. I'm going to give TJ putt-putt just because he's such a good putter naturally. And then I would take darts, no question. Are you good at darts, Justin? Because oh, yeah. I'm pretty good at darts too. I'm, I'm pr- okay. So maybe you and I can have a dart and beer pong competition. See who wins what. There we go. That, uh, those are actually three nice obscure games, though. <laughs> you know, I it, it'd be I interesting we, to see how those unfold. Uh, Justin's confidence in darts, I, I will admit, makes me think he's probably better at darts than I am. I'm guessing we could play all three of these games multiple times and. And come up with different winners on probably every single one of them. You're probably right. Because those are kind of how all those games work to some degree. I mean, assuming that you were all similar, similar, similar is, is carrying a lot of weight, similar athleticism, at least in just goofy sports. Yeah. Boy, I mean, how much athleticism do you need in goofy sports? <laughs> Again, that's you yeah, just that's, need to be good at uh, drinking and multitasking. Yeah. Hey, a little off, little off topic here, but Nelly tickets off the board. Wow. See you later, Nelly Tickets. So that means we've got Shine Down with Pop Evil. That's right. On Saturday night. Saturday night, go down to the waterfront. Who says no to that? Who says no to it? Text on into the show, 502-414-1450. You can get your ticket. If you wanted to go to Nelly and you weren't fast enough, go to Ticketmaster.com. But we still got Shine Down with Pop Evil, so text on in. That goes for podcast listeners, too, unless you hear otherwise that they're claimed. Texter says, do you prefer getting a burrito or a bowl when eating Mexican? Switch it up. I'm fine with both. I typically go bowl now, though. I normally do go bowl, but if I'm feeling like treating myself, I I just get the burrito. And uh, it's fun. Shockingly, just nice to have a handheld thing, even though it'll kind of break up a little bit. That's the thing is if you go to a Salsaritas-like place, they make the burrito so large that they're not really handheld. 
you know? They, so they like, are, but they just crumble like after your second bite. You right. Know? So like it, it basically turns into a bowl. So I just yeah. I just get the bowl. But if I go to like uh, an actual restaurant restaurant where you're getting waited on and you're going for margaritas, then I'll get the burritos there. Well, those you burritos know, uh, are not handheld. Like those things sometimes can be as like big as your torso. Right, but I usually get the, like the a la carte where it's just like, you know, chicken a wrap and a bunch of cheese. It's it's, it's the most basic meal you could have at one of those restaurants. Uh, the Plumley Bro was just on one last night with the text, and he says eating a burrito bowl with a plastic fork instead of a metal fork makes a hundred percent the difference. Trust me on this one, fellas. We don't care. I, I, I we, we do not care. And you have to understand that before texting something like that in. I'll tell you what, Plumley Bro. I'll tell you what. That's better than a plastic fork or a regular fork. Those addictively awesome chips. <laughs> I forgot what that, it's called. That, that's a wildly <laughs> addictive chips. That's our girl. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> hey, by the way, shine down with Pop Evil off the board. Kiss wow. them goodbye. They're gone. They're wow. not coming back. Just so, like that. So the tickets have been claimed. You, If you didn't get them, you aren't fast enough, go to Ticketmaster.com. But it's going to be a fun weekend on the waterfront. We need to take another break. Let's do it. Do you have anything to tease? No, my son's just screaming. So I'm trying to like hit mute. So maybe he's actually being teased, like maybe Brooks hanging like some food in front of him or something like that. Uh, that's our radio tease. What is Duke crying about? Find out when we return on Big X Sports Radio. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, and Justin Gale. We'll be right back after this. Are y'all playing basketball? Get me on the court and I'm troubled. Last week messed around and got a triple double. Freaking brothers every way like MJ. What the hell is this? This is the bill that will convert the state hospital for the insane into the William J. Lepetamine Memorial Gambling Casino for the insane. Gentlemen, this, this bill will be a giant step forward in the treatment of the insane gambler. Welcome to Kentucky Roll Call. Thank you, thank you, Hedy, thank you. It's not Hedy, it's Hedley, Hedley Lamar. The hell are you worried about? This is 1874. You'll be able to sue her. Welcome back. Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Sports Roll. Radio. We've been keeping folks up to date. United States beating South Korea 2-7. to seven. So that's good. They're in the top of the seventh in that that's, one. That's one way to read a score. What? Never Same read the lowest score first. first. Yeah. <laughs> it's, 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 that's how it's in order. South Korea, United States is the home team. So South Korea 2, United States 7. Get over it and suck it if you got an issue with it. And then I may I may have to move rooms to catch the end of this France Slovenia game. I swear I, I'm so sick of Sling TV, and I'm just so sick of it. I'm just sick of it. Mm. It's really really bad. It's not okay. good. Uh, so I may have to go over to another. May have to go over to the office room and uh, and turn this bad boy on. See see the exciting conclusion of uh, a game that Slovenia has stormed back in. I think France is up one, but uh, we'll keep you updated with that that one. Uh, we got a lot more text to get to, Roush, but any other – tomorrow we got media day. Yeah, we do. Uh, oh, the tease, what Duke was mad about, he was mad that we didn't share the Woj bomb that Julius Randle signed an $117 million contract extension. Uh, it, the total value is five years, $140 million. So – uh, I, some people actually were surprised because 
if he waited until his contract expired next year, he could have tried to get a $200 million deal. Uh, but the his agent essentially told Woj, like, hey, if he does this now, it gives the Knicks a little bit more financial flexibility. Basically, they can go get more pieces to play around him. Julius isn't knows he's not going to be able to do it alone. He loves his play, so go get somebody else to 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 help help him win big with the Knicks. We did mention that. We did. We did. I feel sometimes I feel like, I, man, that, that's embarrassing. Did we say the numbers? But though? you gave a lot more analysis, so that was there, good. There we go. There's more analysis then. I did. Yeah, I did. Um, mm. But it was in passing. It was quick. Nothing to get worked up over, Roush. That's for sure. Okay, good. Uh, I also learned that Pat Forty's daughter did still get a medal, even though she didn't race in that race. So, like, you can race for the relay team in the heats, not in the final, still get a medal. Olympics, gotcha. Man, they're, they're weird. They're weird. I, I can't keep up with that, that stuff. Yeah, it makes um, sense. Hey, let's keep up with the Texan. Let's do it. Uh, Texer says, is Kentucky ever going to reveal their new logos? All the Twitter avies still have the sticker. Maybe that's what they do tomorrow. Maybe Mitch Barnhart steps up to the podium and peels oh. off that sticker. No, totally could see that happening. The thing is, I don't know if we're actually going to hear from him tomorrow. That was normally one of his big press conferences. What? But during the the oh release that I got, it's um, I'm pretty sure it's just the coaches and two coordinators, the head coach and two coordinators. When, yeah. when is Stoops, when Cohen, is that, and Brad White? When is that goober going to talk? I don't know. I don't know. Maybe, maybe the before the first week of the season, I, whenever they do like the press conference in the media room, I don't know. But yeah, he's it doesn't say that he's talking. Man, I, I wish well, Shrebel uh, announced that he's going there. We need somebody to ask about the coaches. Like, hey, you want this place full? Do you think alcohol sales have an impact on it? We just got to keep pushing the conversation. Oh God, I'm not not doing that. But like I, it is I volunteer just, somebody you know, else because Stoops you know, always it's says dumb. it's above that's above my pay grade because I think I've actually asked him before I might have even asked him at SEC media days I don't um, think you asked him this go around but I do think you've asked him before I think I think it was even in oh. like in Atlanta whenever we were at like the College Football Hall of Fame because uh, that was the big talking point uh, that preseason Yes, that sounds right. I think yeah. you are spot on about that. But now, like now that you again. UK is in the minority of SEC schools that aren't doing it. Uh, it's, you know, it's like a new topic. France pulls ahead by five with a minute to go. How exciting. How exciting. Uh, yeah. So I guess if Mitch isn't talking yesterday, they're probably not doing the logo thing then. Yeah. But you would think that they, yeah, I don't know. I don't, I don't know what the deal is. It's kind of a weird move to, because we forgot about it. <laughs> you know, if you were going to do something like that to tease something, it needs to happen relatively soon. Now there's no anticipation or hype for it. Nobody cares. Pretty much as like poorly executed marketing plan as could be, right? Well, you know who's their marketing director, right? Who's that? Isn't it JMI? Isn't the M stand for marketing? <laughs> Well, what I don't know if JMI, if JMI, if this is their plan of the logo unveiling, kind of ridiculous. But uh, I guess we'll find out in due time. Yep. 
I guess we will. Texter says, I can't understand because I'm not being recruited by Penny, but I just don't get the appeal of Penny and Memphis over in Kentucky and Cal. If I was a five-star recruit and saw UK's facilities, coaching staff showed me a diagram of all the money Cal's players have made, combined with the success Cal has had winning at UK and playing on national TV every game. I just don't see how Penny and old man Larry Brown can compete. But maybe I'm misunderstanding just how cool Penny is in person. He's obviously great at relationships, and he does have a a good and unique resume to sell. But like, uh, what is, what is Larry Brown telling you that literally ninety nine percent of assistant coaches can't? Does Larry yeah. Brown have Does Larry Brown have more experience? Sure, but what is he eighty seven? How old is Larry Brown? Uh, man, uh, he's got to be in his upper 70s. Uh, I think you just got 80. it flipped. 78. He's 80? Okay. 80, yep. Goodness. Like, so, so like, what's an 80-year-old telling a 17-year-old? No offense. Again, Larry Brown's forgotten more basketball than I'll ever know in my life. He could tell stories, but the stories he's telling, Roush, Jalen Duran wasn't even close to being alive for those stories. Like, you know, uh, it, it, it's weird to me. Unless he wants to talk about like Emmanuel Moutier and SMU or something. Yeah. Wasn't that, was that his last stop as head coach? I think I think so. And then he got caught cheating for like the 17th time. <laughs> he only gets caught cheating. Like he, he can't. That's what I mean. Him going to him going to Memphis a penny. It's like, so how many years before? I guess you can't get caught cheating by paying players anymore. So maybe that's how they stay out of trouble. Oh man, <laughs> the the texture's right. Like it is just weird. But again, you're not going to be able to get everybody. There's certain relationships, and if anybody's really worried about things, don't because just look at where Kentucky's at in the 2022 class. It, it seems like Kentucky's going to have to turn away five stars, which is good. <laughs> That's a good problem to have, right? Mm, yep. Enjoy that problem. Yeah. Oh, Slovenia cuts it to one. This game is electric, folks. If you have the means, NBC Sports Network, which I think everybody gets, but who knows these days. I've never been more confused by streaming and channels. I miss the old days, the insight, the, the remote was as big as a foot, and so you were never losing that bad boy, right? Oh, so, man. It was the so rem- big. The remote at the studios like that. Yes, exactly, that That's one. I, I, the bigger the remotes, the better, because these little sling remotes – they just slip through the cracks. You lose them. They're all crazy. But see, uh, I, I get to use my TV remote with YouTube TV, so that that's still intact. It's still rather large. the The trick is, is once you have a kid, your kid's just going to take your remote and hide it, God knows where. Oh it's, yeah, and yeah, and they love yeah. they love clicking the buttons. My family has like laid out dummy remotes, so the nieces yes. and nephews have something just to like Same. push and 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 do that. Seems smart. Yeah, yeah, it's and necessary as well. Do you ever tell Duke like the TV ran out of power or like the batteries are broken on the TV or something? Um, haven't got there yet because he's he's still not at that quite level of comprehension. But I know that's going to be the case. Yeah, like I, I saw our friend Haley Minogue share something like, "Man, going to be going to be a sad day whenever my son realized the park doesn't have a closing time." Oh gosh, well, don't some parks actually do have closing times? I guess dark, 
but yeah, you know, you, know, yeah. you got to do what you got to do to get them. Got to do what you got to do what you got to do. I understand. A texter says, not only did the sales boys steal Holy Cross girls, looking at you, little Mookie, but also the Holy Cross moms. How do you think Holy Cross got the mascot, the Cougars? <laughs> That one came out of nowhere, but I love it. Oh, man. The Holy Cross trash talk's hilarious. All right, what do we got next? Uh, And if Little Money Moog wants to know who is that that slays all of the cougars from Holy Cross, it is Chuck Nasty. (laughs) What the hell is going on with our text line? I I have no idea. The real Chuck Nasty is Thundering Herd 03. Uh, I don't, I don't, I don't know where this is going. It's doing a lot of name droppings that I don't necessarily want to read over air, but sure. Chuck nasty. Oh, he says, Mook isn't the best texter that belongs to Chuck nasty. Man, pretty amazing finish in the France Slovenia match. I won't, I won't spoil it here momentarily if somebody's behind, but wow, what a game. Just spoil it. Some people could be like some people could be like two seconds behind or something. Uh, Wow! All right, so United States taking on France revenge game. Slovenia Mm. had a shot at the buzzer to win. It got blocked. Oh wow! Was it Doncic? Uh, It was a. It was yeah. It was a walk off block. I think it was Batum who blocked it. Wow! If you were uh, gonna say it was anybody else but Doncic that took the shot, I would have called you crazy. Well, it would have just been a bad play, right? <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. All right, France, you're going to get it, buddy. You're going to get it. Revenge game. And, uh, man, Olympic basketball is fun. It just sucks the timing so bad. No, it was mm. not Doncic who had it. But it was a wide-open layup. It looked like the player. I don't know who it was for Slovenia, but it looked like they were good. Uh, a layup to win it, mind you, and it got pinned against the backboard. You hate to see it. Uh, better luck next really year slovenia suck at slovenia yeah or four years from now or three years a texter says is it crazy that it seems like Amoni bates and jalen Dern are both going to go to memphis if so how the heck are they pulling this off we talked a lot about that in the first hour would highly recommend going back and listening to the podcast mm-hmm. i would as well because it was it's a great podcast just really and even though apple might make you try to download it 17 times it's great Texter says, hey, TJ. Hey. Well worth it. What's up? How are you? Texter says, watching the USA B-ball team go 1-10 from 3 in the first half so far. Can't help think Coach Cal is screaming at the TV, if you don't have a post game, you're you're fake. Well, we'll never shoot 33s a game. Well, that that text didn't age well because of what Mm -hmm. happened in the second half. That's true. That's true. (sighs) John here. Good morning, all. Okay, I originally had my fantasy draft league scheduled for that weird time because the league had some scheduling issues, team owners, and there were work schedules. But I'm happy to say we moved it to August 28th at 4 p.m. Anyway, glad to see the men's USA basketball play for gold. Right now, men's baseball is trying to win, so they can play for gold in their next game as well. Let's all say it. USA. 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 Hey. Hey. Justin, who would who would the United States play in the gold medal game in baseball? Ooh, great question. I'll have to look into that. All right, let us know if you find it, please. Uh, the next texture says, Qdoba used to have the fire breakfast before they realized Salsarita was just a better entity in general and dropped it. Uh, I can confirm both those things. Both those things are true. 
Yep, yep, it's a fact. And actually, we missed a text because we got two from John. John here again. Okay, Waffles is great when it comes to waffles. It's in their name. There's not too many places that can touch them in that category. However, Cracker Barrel has great items like biscuits. But overall, Waffle House specializes in one breakfast item. And another in Cracker Barrel is an all-around great breakfast. Therefore, if you want waffles, you go to Waffle House. But if you want an all-around great breakfast, you go to Cracker Barrel. That's all there is to this. No, no, no. no. John, maybe the most yeah. wrong you've ever been. The hash browns are actually better at Waffle House than their waffles, I would say. I mean, their waffles are obviously great, but it is hard to mess up a waffle. They have the perfect thinness to them that I think is important in a waffle. But I, yeah, they're they their even have browns, their name their in sausage, their, their, their uh, bacon. iron store. You can see Waffle House on there. And heck, our waiter yesterday, he had Waffle House sleeves on underneath his uh, accoutrement. Yeah, it looked like he was about ready to just go ball out, drop 28 points wearing Waffle House sleeves, and then come back and, you know, put up uh, six scrambled eggs. What, you got your sunny side up? Oh, man, I love them over easy. Yeah, and you get the 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 dippiness inside the hash browns as well. Just kind of mix it all up. Mm, so good. Nah, it is so good. Uh, I, you're right, I did miss that John one. I apologize. Damn Rouse just hammered a tease. Go to break. I'm blown away. Great job, Nick. Wow. First time for everything. You did. Hey, it. by the way, USA Baseball, if they're able to hold on, will play Japan. Wow. Oh, wow. That'd Might be a lot. worry about some home cooking. No kidding. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, that'd be exciting. A texter says, we were on our way back from a football game on a team bus at night. A buddy of mine started cramping real bad, grabbed the first water bottle he could find, started chugging. It was full of dip spit. Oh, God. That's just. Ugh. Huh. I bet, bu- I bet bus rides back from football games were a lot of fun, Roush. Oh, real hoot. Uh, we would do, uh, like, I-, I would get on top of the, it-, it was one of those things where we kind of just passed it down because we had to ride the bus to every game, home or away. So uh, somebody would bang on the top of the bus, like the roof, and we would all go, no, no. And there, there was like a, a list of songs that we would go through just singing on the way home after a win. Uh, and then we would get to Colt 45. And then like the coaches would be like, hey, we we're like, oh, come on. You can't say it. And it, it was just a classic game of like, man, why would you say that? That's a terrible word. This guy, he's the worst. Oh, good times. So much fun. Well, maybe I didn't miss out on bus rides after all. Nah. Uh, uh, very jolly. Very jolly. Uh, a texter says, Nelly Country Grammar has to be the most positive and upbeat song about drive-bys ever. <laughs> people forget that a song is about drive-bys. Yeah, people do forget that. New episode of The Dozen today. It's more entertaining than the new Jeopardy host. Eh, I don't know if I'd agree with that, but it's good. It's, good. it's a good trivia show. Yeah, I just... I'm not like something about watching ex- things more than like two minutes long on YouTube. Just really hard for me to do. I don't know what it is. Like, I'm just, I, I guess that's the old man in me. And you don't, well, and I'm terrible about multitasking to spoken word. Like if I'm listening to something that's spoken word, I'm paying attention to that. I can't, can't do, I can't write words and also hear words at the same time. Obviously, like if you want, you know, like they're, they're, if you wanted to watch it, you'd watch it. But you're also generally you're only at your computer when you're like you've got something you need to get done or do. It's not like you're just like have the computer off to the side where you could have something playing while you're typing. It doesn't really work like that. 
Yeah, yeah. Or like I'm got like I'm clocking in and I have to be sitting behind it and I can kill some exactly. time. Yeah. You know? If yeah. if you're on your computer, you're typing and you can't really have videos playing while you're typing for the most part. Mm-hmm. Gotta pay attention. Gotta focus. All right. Well, let's focus on this text line. Oh, Bullity's Beast is back. I would like said tickets, please. Wow, you did it, Bullity's Peace. Bullity's Peace. If you go though, you better be careful, buddy. Going yeah. to Nelly. Woo. Texter says, oh, that was great UK football news. Oh, wait. Hey, we're going to get tons of it tomorrow. Tons, tons of, of it. it. Yeah, we won't be doing the show from the stadium with COVID protocols and everything. But yeah, lots of football talk tomorrow. A texter says, I once had Waffle House waitress audibly fart while taking <laughs> our order. Cracker barrel for the win. I, I'm not oh, I'm not man. calling you a liar. I bet that happened. But if we want to go by the percentage of people that may accidentally fart inside an establishment between Waffle House and Cracker Barrel, it's it's not even close. You're not winning that one, Cracker Barrel guy. You're not winning it. Yeah. Also, having a waitress fart should not deter you from going to it should actually make you want to come back for more because that's hilarious. Yeah, and you know, you want to go to a place where people can let their hair down and be themselves. Yeah. Yeah. We'll see some music. Enjoy the Kentucky fight song. Nature calls from time to time. TJ, how tall are you? Love you, man, but I don't know if you were dunking. Uh, Six feet tall, and I've never dunked, so you're right. (laughs) Never dunked on a 10-foot goal. Got really close back in my old heyday, but Roush, you're right. I probably needed another, like, two inches. Which it also you know, took you know, like who, once I could dunk, it still took me like two years before I could do it regularly and like whenever I wanted to, you know? Yeah. It's practice. And one thing, one cool. reason that I never was able to dunk is I think it'd be really sad like the day you couldn't do it again. So best just to never have to worry about it. It's a good point. Really good yeah. point there. Yeah. What the hell is a pop evil? <laughs> well, you'll find out Saturday night. It's a band. They're great. Great stuff. That was shine down. Suck it, Hoosier Dingus. That's a good text. Suck it, Bullet East Beast. Wow. Oh, wow. Including tip, I spent $15 for breakfast yesterday at Waffle House. Ordered one waffle, ordered bacon, hash browns with cheese and onions, and iced tea. Is that a good deal? No, I could have ordered a bunch of egg McMuffins for $15. Uh, it sounds like you, t- you you balled out on the tip more than anything. Yeah. like It sounds like you got an all-star special, which I think is like $8, $9. Maybe uh, the drink it pushes was, it to 11. Yeah, yeah. I see. I, I could see with the tip how you get there. That's but the tip, man. though. Yeah. You're 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 supporting someone who's supporting themselves. Doing YouTube, some work. YouTube TV way better than Sling Walker. I know. Ain't that the truth? Uh, uh, probably switch over, assuming that it's easy. But, yeah, I'm, I'm ready for the switch. Uh, and Roush obviously isn't paying attention. TJ mentioned that last segment. God, I just... That makes me so mad when I do that. Because I de- and the worst part is too is I can't even blame it on being at home because I will definitely do that when we're in studio as well. I think sometimes just- you'll just be reading a text or something and you'll just I do too. You'll just tune out what's being said in like the intermediate because your yeah. brain is focused on what you're reading. It happens. It 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 happens to the best of us. And it was pretty obscure, like Julius Randall contract extension. How could that go out one ear and in one ear and out the other? Uh, just like that last thing you just said. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, Texture says, I've got four tickets. There's three of you guys. Let's go smoke an L in the back of the Ben <laughs> Maybe we'll see some ladies with cornrows and manicured toes. Uh, I'm addicted to them. We could all wear our grills. Man, that 
that song too. The uh, uh, there's a couple lines and grills that just they just hit different. They just do. Oh, you want to see my what? Some of those lines and like early two thousands, mid two thousands rap songs were just the best. Oh man. Just the best, the absolute best. But yeah, that sounds awesome. Go see Nelly and then go watch USA basketball at 1030. What a Friday. I I like the uh where the the gangsters wait, wait hold up. What was I want to get the uh the exact lyric. I pulled it up instead of actually just remember it where the gangsters sling bricks. Oh, Hustlers move bricks and the gangsters bang hammers. And I'm just like, can I just always imagine somebody like, all right, you're I'm the hustler holding the brick and you're the gangster. You're banging the hammer on top of the brick. I could just oh got a bill in my mouth like I'm Hillary Rodham. Like just that's hilarious. Well, that's, some would say maybe not safe for a family friendly radio show. Yeah. Some would say, of course. Uh, some would say, yeah. I think we start the season six and oh. With a showdown against Georgia, the decides how crazy the year can be for the Cats. People can be satisfied with seven wins they want, but that's not what Stoops and company are striving for. He hasn't spent the last eight years completely rebuilding this football program to win seven games a year. The days of Kentucky football settling for mediocrity are over, damn it. So settle up, boys, and enjoy the ride. I won't be, like, furious if it's seven wins. Because uh, I can, again, it's just you got to have some nuance and context with records and games and how things unfold. But I definitely won't be happy with seven wins. Like, I won't look back probably overly fondly of this season if that's where this team maxes out at. I, it, but I won't be, like, furious. It, it won't need to be an overreaction of firing coaches or anything like that. I'll just be a little disappointed. I think more so, Roush. I'll just probably think like, well, if it wasn't this year, then when's it going to be? And the answer to that question will probably be like, Kentucky's just always going to be good, but until they get an elite quarterback, they can't cross over to that level. But those are mm. conversations for four months down the road. Uh, I'm I'm as optimistic. I like where this person's thinking. I don't think Kentucky starts six and zero, oh, but five and one. If it's not five and one, I I will be a little upset. Yeah, I think it should be five and one. A little, a little bothered, maybe you know, not upset again, not to the point where I'm going to like be throwing a fit. But five and one, it, it, if this is the team we think it is, that's that's where they need to be. You got a great offensive line, you got a great running back, you got a you're returning a lot on defense. Make it happen, Captain. Yeah, let's do it to it. Uh, John, you're creating an emotional roller coaster. You redeem yourself with moving the draft, then you come back with that horrible Waffle House take. Un. Believable, and that was from Mook. That's disappointing, John. Uh, like you were nice about Waffle House, and that was classy of you because you're a classy fella. But Waffle House has more than just waffles, and really, the 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 best taste is away from the waffle. The waffle's great, but yeah, Roush Roush hit it on the head. I had no gravy in the hash browns. Obviously, I'm not a maniac, but everything else, <laughs> spot on, Roush. Mm, so good, so good. Uh, Texter says it's 2021. Watch YouTube on your TV, you dingus. Yeah, I think he's like talking to, to you. I do that often, like when I'm on the old Pelotron, put on my highlight or something on the YouTube on the YouTube app. But uh, yeah, just, I think fashion, we're you know? we were just talking about being at the office, having something on kind of in the background. Roush doesn't have that going on as much. Right, right. This is still my lifestyle. Yeah. Okay. Well, we're out of time. We are. We got, Justin, we got the tickets squared away? I got them sent. Yes, sir. All right. USA. Fantastico. 
still taking care of business in that uh, semifinal baseball game? Seven to two. All right. That's what we like to see. Bring on Japan. Bring on France. We'll be back tomorrow to talk. Uh, those games won't have happened yet, but we'll definitely have sports to talk about. It's media day. Roush will be in Lexington. It's going to be a really fun show. So we hope that you're tuned in listening to it. This is Kentucky Roll Call on Big X Sports Radio. Everybody have a good Thursday. We will see you tomorrow on Big X Sports Radio. Don't know much about the French I took.